Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get up! Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It's a Sunday morning. It's real early. It's dark outside. It's time for us to start work. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in College Park. College Park at the end of the runway. Yep. They really are. I know. The runway ends right there, right there by Main Street College Park. Do that again with your hands. Right there, right there, the Main Street, okay. right there, right where the runway ends, right there. You know, yeah. Go down there and hang out. <sighs> Let me sit down there. How yeah. are you doing there, sir? I don't know why I'm talking to you like oh, this. Yeah, but yeah. Well, what's up with that? I don't know why it's coming out like that, but I, I just feel like an honest. I have no It's like idea. an old timey New York cop. Is that what it is? What do you say there, Sonny? You want to move along there? You think? Got no sense. <laughs> hey, just being stupid, man. It's up no. too early here. Hey, uh, hey, how was your week? Because um, we will talk about it throughout the show, but yes. let's start things off. How was your week on a scale of 1 to 10? Actually, mm. that should be a new feature. Really? When we start off the show, we should just like add, add, bring Eric in or two. On a scale of 1 to 10, where, where, how How's was your, your week? week? How's your and week? then if it's like below 5, what, 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 what happened? Yeah. Then we maybe call Dr. Phil or something like that or something. <laughs> Somebody yeah, to come no. up in here and, and help wanna, us we out. We want to call him. He'll charge us a bunch of money. Well, that's true. Yeah, he but, got he got he got a price tag. So, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. So, uh, you know, but you saying it's all right? We'll start this next. Yeah, week. man. Yeah. Because it, look at we and then we will have done two more shows by the time we come back next Sunday. Right. Because we and they want people week. to know that now. Yeah. Well, I take that back. We will be doing two other shows, but you and I will only be doing one together. Uh, right. Yeah. Thursday we're together. Thanksgiving morning. We're gonna get you started on Turkey Day. And then Mr. Crenshaw will have a, an extended time off. I'll be on uh, that Friday morning with Jason Longshore. But you know we can't have you doing double duty. You got to prep for the high school show that night. Yep. So we give you the day. We give you the Friday off. And this is a big week for high school football. This this is the week that everybody aims for. Really. You want to be practicing on Thanksgiving Day. I remember you saying that for so long. Everybody, want, you know, that when you when you break, you know, and start your season, when you're working in a hot sweat, the idea is, you know, in August, boy, we out here sweating, but we we want to be we want to be waking up Thanksgiving morning and have practice before we eat. Okay, you know, because that that lets you know you've accomplished something great in your schedule. Not only did you make the playoffs, but you made it through two rounds of the playoffs. You've had a very good season. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and we got some teams. Uh, who are there for the first time ever? I mean, this is un- you, you got you got your your usual your Graysons and your Buforts and your Cartersville. You know the Mamas and what they got this all planned because <laughs> the they okay. the mom, they got this all planned out because oh, they for that they, day yeah they, because it's yeah. something they do every year. 
every year, okay, who's going to have this for? So this is like this is like the Cowboys and the Lions. Right, who's going to have the food for the for the for the kids after they practice? You know, who's going to have this? Coach don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. He knows that's a, that's that's a machine that's already in place. Okay. Right, it's already going to be there for them. You know, but for the ones who've never done this before, this yeah. week gets a little interesting. First of all, you're out of school, so you're practicing in the mornings again. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, because school's out. You don't have to wait till four or five o'clock. You come in there in the morning and do that type thing. And you got the whole school to yourself, except for maybe well, the basketball team might be in there practicing. They might have a game coming up, but but you got the place to yourself, and you know you you, you get to practice that way. But you know that on Thursday, you want to get in, do what you want to do, and then you want to have a little breakfast afterwards before you, before everybody leaves. Or something like that with the Breakfast team. Breakfast afterwards, well, I'd be saving up for that meal I'm getting later on. Well, you might want to do something, but I mean, sometimes they will have something, you know, for yeah, you guys I, to eat a little something because they, I don't, they, don't, do they, they don't know what time. You don't know what time right. dinner's going to be. You don't know if you're going to have dinner one or two or three or what. But whatnot. them folks in Buford and Grayson and all of them know. They got they know because they they've done <laughs> they this do every year, year right? Y'all know to be home by such and such a time, right? Right, you know. Right. So so uh, it, it, it's an exciting week. All right. Yeah. Well, you will obviously give everybody an update what's going on locally here at seven o'clock because mm-hmm. you always do. And right. we and we know one half of the celebration bowl matchup now. We won't tell because somebody's going to come on and announce it. Well, that's a beautiful tease because yeah. I will tell you right now what we got coming up on this show, and that's this is going to be a mm. packed show, and we got that extra hour back. Yeah. You know, we've been working till nine o'clock with everything. The Falcons are off this week, so we have a four-hour show. We got our six to ten back. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Because we got a lot of stuff that's happening today. I mean, just not so just something sports, is already happening. Some people had their mouth stuck out about out in Vegas. Oh, I want. I you know what? I was. I planned on. I recorded it, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. If you saw any of it, please. I, I, me I in. man, I didn't see. see I want to just see the spectacle of, of F one out there in Vegas. It was it was a spectacle because some people were not up, so were not happy this week. Uh-oh. They went out in practice, and a pothole popped up. Ooh. Yeah. What Jimmy Hoffa was it? Yeah, no, but, but, I'm just, but I'm just saying that that's that that those cars are very yeah, expensive. That's right, and they're low to the ground. Speed, low to the ground, and man, during the race, it just during practice, during oh. practice, and they had to shut everything down. I mean, they had to call crews in to repair it. They sent all the spectators away. You guys can't hang around and watch this. Everybody got to leave, and some people were very, very unhappy about it. So we'll see. This, you know, everybody was looking forward to Vegas. Uh, you know, even you know, you know. I was. Well, Max Verstappen came out saying like he didn't like the whole vibe. He felt like it was more show than, than race. And so, Go you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's the whole thing. He said you want people to come out. First of all, you have them in the middle of the night. You know, so it's mostly. Not that, adult, again, adult, it's uh, relative. Not to them it wasn't the middle of the night. It was to us, but everything don't run East Coast. Yeah, but I'm just saying middle of the night. Like I always say, though, it's nice. It's a spectacle. Mm-hmm. What's the lifeblood of any sport? Youth participation. Right. Ain't no kids coming at time of night, so I'm just it's it's like it's like heavyweight boxing. It's like heavyweight boxing. I get that. It's like heavyweight boxing. I know you're talking about the spectacle, and the same thing for boxing. It's great for adults, but how can a kid aspire to do something that they can't see? Well, that's what teachers come in. That's what teachers. Teachers meaning coaches. It's nothing like teachers like seeing it. It's nothing like getting a chance to see it. I'm saying coaches. To answer your question, but the other thing about what you just said about the racing, yes, I agree with you. Youth participation, absolutely. I think one is easier to get than the other when it comes to racing versus boxing because it was 7 o'clock out there, so kids can go out there in Vegas and watch that. They're not staying up 
in your listen. F one makes everybody around the planet get up at weird hours, don't they? It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> so true. they don't it's even true. care about the time. But but I'm just saying that he he spoke out because he felt like there was more emphasis on which which going to Las Vegas he should have you know expected yeah. that. I mean there was a little there was a little of that in Miami too with all the you know, the music and all and right there. Yeah. You know what I mean. They're, so they're but but they're trying to get to the to the U S market. So you come into the U S market, you know you want you you want the dollars we got here. You know, that's the fun. You know what I mean? All of that other stuff. That's that's part of what happens. Eh, well. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game, 929game.com. All right, let me tell you what we got coming up yeah. here, and then we're gonna get to this uh what we normally do, uh our first segment after being gone for five days. But we got college football, we're gonna jump right into coming up next segment. We got NFL to talk about. I told you about Mr. Crenshaw I'll let you know what's coming up locally. John Grant, as he alluded to a minute ago, will be joining us. If you listen to this show, we have John Grant out. I don't know what his Official title is executive director or the whatever. Celebration Bowl. The boss of the Celebration Bowl. We have him on pretty much every year, but not this year was a little bit different. He's coming on with some more information, and we're going to talk about the inaugural um, Band of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. So, And you've seen the trophy. I have seen the trophy, and it looks nice. Yeah. Looks very, very nice. we got a lot of things to compliment him on. Um <laughs> Going to talk some baseball uh, postseason awards. Terrell Thomas is going to join us talking some Hawks um, and what's going on with the rest of the NBA, and he'll probably open up my eyes to something I may have been missing with this whole, you know, tournament that's going on while the season is happening. Also got uh, Miles Garrett's going to join us, Fox 5. But I have two things that I discovered this past week. One I'm going to tease because I want to make sure it's completely in place before I drive you to these particular websites, but I'm going to give you an idea about it. Plus... This is one of those weeks where a lot of folks come and visit families, right? And you and I regularly talk about events going on around Atlanta. But I fell into something this past week that I am genuinely embarrassed that I didn't know what was going on out there. So I'm going to talk about that during the casting call. And by the way, during the casting, I was going to have a full-blown casting call back this week. But normally, this would be the week I'd be taking casting call off. So we're going to just make it official right after Thanksgiving. Having said that, it is time for our story of the week. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. <laughs> I'm ready to go first. Go ahead. Ah, you ready? I you, saw you, this. You're jumping at the bit over I mean, there. Go ahead. There was other things more important, but when I saw this, I went, I, I just imagined myself hearing what you're about to hear, but it wasn't a passenger flight. But if you were to hear this while you were flying. So all I'm going to say is there was a, there was a, a plane, a flight, that had to make a U-turn this past week and go back to Boston, dump about 20 tons of fuel over the Atlantic for this particular reason. Atlanta 4592, guys. Yes, sir, uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane and the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I guess not. I heard that. I went, all right, that's my story of the week. A horse, now you got a picture. I don't know what the horse is doing. Maybe it was just standing there. But the other vision you could have is a horse running up and down in, a, in this cargo plane trying to figure out how to get loose and get out because I don't think a horse would know that it's 36,000 feet. But would he, in, would, 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 he, would he really try that? 
He's in a place it's that, that's not, but, but it's not coming. It's not, it's not coming. No, you're so, right. You're right. So, I mean, would he? And first of all, whoever the person is who's putting these, the, the handler, I guess it would be, the first thing I'm doing with horses, uh, some getting them drunk or sedating them or something. So this yeah. sort of thing doesn't well, happen. Well, how do they do that? Because they, they do that. They do horses, right, horses for, tr- for prestigious horse races, uh, equestrian events. They they, they, they travel horses. Uh-huh. Uh, it happens. Maybe this is a rodeo. I don't know. But hearing about a horse getting loose on an airplane, I had to make that my story of the week. Really? Yeah, really. You just heard it. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So that was my story. To, I mean, like I said, there's other stuff. Well, somebody somebody didn't, didn't, didn't secure the gate. Of the container, of the container that he was in, a bin of some sort. Whatever bin, they didn't secure it. But how big is it's a cargo plane? So he got out and walked around, or, or kicked and did something. Maybe in maybe, a related. Yeah, I have maybe not. I mean, it's basically if he. The other thing is, could he see? Did he have like blinders on? Did he have something like that? You know, like like, like a racehorse. We got to get our. We, Those are we, questions. We, we got to get because we've we've had, we've had animals pins that weren't secured out here on the interstate. They got loose and just walked yeah. out. We've had all kinds of stuff. We had a tiger they walking. We had a dude walking we, we, on the expressway in front of cars. So you know this dude, if he saw no, we, daylight, would have tried to get out that plane. Well, we've seen animals loose, though. We had a tiger walking out of I-75 yeah. a few years back. We've seen bears. But, but it, 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 it wasn't secured. It, they were transporting them. So that's the thing I'm thinking. He's in a transporter. It wasn't secured, and he got out. I think people well, well, just of the story. I mean, it's just a, a vision that I, I thought was interesting. Mine. Do we, wait, wait, wait. Do we have time for Sam's? Mine happened just moments after we got out the air last year, last week. What? Last week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jimbo Fish. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> $76 million to go away. You know, there's a term for that. $76 million, man. Yeah. To take a hike. Texas A&M got that on them. Oh, so many of them do. I, 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 yeah. I, you know what I mean? You, yes. you, you got to have that on you to play, in that, to play at that level. Right. Right? They ain't even Texas. That's Texas A&M. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're getting ready to go. Well, we get into college football because they're getting right. ready to go where Auburn is right now. Right. Because Texas is going to flex when they come into conference and what they're going to do. They're building all over again. Them guys down there going to head for the transfer portal. Who wants that gig? It's just like Auburn. Who wants to coach Auburn as long as Saban's in Tuscaloosa? You can't do enough. So Jimbo can coach, but he got to give up that money. I'd, I'd, I'd go for about half of he it. He ain't going to coach nowhere, man. He's going to catch it back. He might catch He might be like Florida International or something like that. You he know? He's going to sit on a desk. You love to have him on a desk and some, you know, for you somebody next year. see him again. $76 million. He, You know, like I said, there's a term for that. Getting Keyshawn. We're we going to pay you to just go home. <laughs> Sam and Greg getting started on this Sunday morning. It's the 19th day of November. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. I wanted to have some Curtis, man. Sports Radio 92.9. Well, you can jump in and just do it. You can, no, see, you can't push me. If I was trying to get some Curtis. If you want to jump in, you jump in. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com. What's your hurry? You got a bus to catch? No, man. Just I want to enjoy some folks waiting here, little Curtis's voice. You think so? Yes, I absolutely know that. That's why I waited. Eric, didn't you hear Look, he's smiling. He knows we ain't got no sense. <laughs> you want to hear, if you hear that much of the music and you know the song, you know the artist, don't you want to hear just a little bit of his voice? Yeah, a little bit. He's on strike. Yeah, he is. Okay, that was, that was a question. All right, good. Anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 Game, 92.9thegame.com. Look at man. Yeah. I've got so much stuff that happened on this 19th day of November. I have to, like, spread stuff out to another, another book. Whoa. With birthdays and Yikes. events that happened. Ryan Howard, the brave killer. 
Oh, yeah, man. It's his birthday today. Really? Brian, uh, uh, do the math. Let's, uh, let's see here. That, that, guy, that guy could step up to the plate any time and just. <laughs> Tomorrow. You know, and you knew what was happening. You just knew what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> Him, um, Adam Driver's birthday today, Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks. Um, Tyga, his birthday. I'm just saying there's a ton of people, for wow. whatever reason, Wow. Th- this 19th day of November. Anyway, Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Events that have happened here. But, again, w- is there anything more boring than perfection? Because the stories from yesterday, as far as the big team, they did what they were supposed to do. They were Even supposed though it was a little to, slow start. They were supposed to. I mean, you know, before it's Georgia now, you, you had some drama some other places. The you know, Michigan game was 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 close to the Michigan game liked, was what you know? it was because of the coach. It was that was the, 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 the well two things if you want to start off with that. But Georgia did what they did, and we're going to hear from Kirby in just a second. But since you brought that up, I sat there and I didn't watch the game by the way because there was somebody upstairs making my house sound like a truck. <laughs> what do you call it? One of those truck stops with the way the game did not flow in their way in there and the way they wanted it to be. So. I just stayed down with Jesse and, and, and checked in on the game. And when they got the lead and held it, I just thought to myself, this is what's going on. A, he's not there or he's not calling in to make them do some things to extend the lead. Just get through this game and win it. Because what you don't want to do is pull stuff out of your, out of your back pocket to show Ohio State for next week. So you well, got you, you, probably, you probably won't do that. That's probably special Ohio State stuff. That's what I'm saying. So you got. don't. Well, so you ain't going to run that anyway. Either way, they yeah. the game was closer than I believed most fans and, and most people thought it was going to be. But again, they're on the road. They're getting everybody's best punch, and and dude wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I throw all that into a blender. I say, okay, you did what you were supposed to do. Next week's game is now relevant. But a lot of that has to do. You know, they're not going to show everything. Ohio State didn't show everything, and. The only team that looks like they're going to just buzz all through everything is Georgia. Yep. The way they've been playing, I don't care what happens up there in the Big Ten. It looks like this is going to be somehow a, a, like a, a, a 30 for 30 is coming out of this one. Because let's say Michigan makes it and they're playing Georgia. This reminds me of when um, the, the 2000, 2001 World Series happened. It was the Yankees against Arizona. Nobody expected Arizona to be there, okay, right? But yet they won it. But everything happened in New York that year. So you thought New York was, you know, Yankees were going to get it done. It, it's just, it'd be a weird combination. Either way, either Harbaugh or that team, because of what happened this year, they got a 30-for-30 30 30 coming their way. But again, what do you say about a three-peat that at this point I think everybody just expects to happen, especially if you're looking at the teams. Tennessee threw everything they could throw at it, including Dolly Parton yesterday. And, <laughs> and Peyton. <laughs> and Peyton. That was, a lot of, that was a lot of money in that picture. Yeah, it was. Them two walking out in front of 102,000 people. A lot of security, you know? too. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? They, they kind of dropped the ball. She didn't rehearse the song with the band, and the band strikes up Rocky Top, and she don't know when it starts singing. Well, she, she, like, they should have like, said, told her when the tape was going to start. Well, I mean. <laughs> That's what it was. I mean that's the whole thing though. I mean they they were going to do that, but they didn't. They, they they totally dropped the ball on that. But anyway, it was great to have her there and see there. And Tennessee got off to a good start, mm-hmm. you know, to, to start the game. But then Georgia just settled in and remind and, who and, they were. Yep, yeah, and and do what Georgia's done. This is truly the golden age of Georgia football. And you, I, you know, you go maybe you can go back to the forties. You can go back to the eighty and the Herschel Walker year. All of that stuff pales 
in comparison to what is happening right now. Do you think they appreciate it? Do you think the fan base, do you think the I, I, you people, know, I, I, the I, I, football I, fans around the country appreciate what they're witnessing? I don't know the people around the country, people. I, I think they're going to have to because I don't know what we, 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 how often you will see something like this going forward. You know what I mean? I, I think this it, it started kind of pre-transfer portal, NIL, and it has survived. It has transcended into that. The other side of this, I don't think maintaining a win, winning like this for this period of time, it's going to be very difficult to do it, you go, Moreover, go, go going forward. You what know? is the conversation? There's still this sort of looking over your shoulder at Alabama. There's the, when you talk college football, at some point – People bring up Alabama as if they're still that power. And I ask you, and I'm serious about this. Yeah. Where would you go as far as the most impressive feat? The totality of, of, of Saban's career at Alabama or Kirby doing this three-peat? I think the fact of what Saban has done at Alabama and the fact that they're back there again. They're right back at the at that point again. They're back at a game that they can, if they come here and win in a couple of weeks, you know, everybody's going to say, well, whoa. Because people wanted to write those guys off. They wanted to write them off for the quarterback issues. They rotated starting quarterbacks. Hey, who wants to start this week? You want to start this week? I mean, they're bringing people out of the crowd. You want to start quarterback? They finally settled into it. The team kind of settled in with it. You know, this is who we got. This is who we're going with. And they're playing like, playing like Alabama again. And they've survived some things. They've survived some guys going into the transfer portal. They've had some of that. Well, Georgia's had some, too. But, but you know, they're the two teams at the top, and Alabama's saying, you know, we're there. We're, we're going to, you know, like, like, like most coaches say when they have a protege, well, he does everything, you know, you know like me, but he doesn't, know, do, he doesn't know everything that I know. Right. You know right. what I mean? And so Saban still feels like he's got something in his back pocket. But Georgia gets the win yesterday, 38-10 over Tennessee. They roll on their 11-0. Next week comes up Georgia Tech. And we got Coach Kirby Smart. Says some thoughts about uh, him watching his team win yesterday. Um, really proud of uh, our resiliency. You know, the kids did a great job. They knew it would be a tough environment. Um, they responded to a not-so-great start, and uh, we continue to improve and get better. Um, can't say enough good things about, you know, our offensive staff and offensive game planning. Our, our kids buy in each week to the plan, and uh, they get better each week. And that's all we're trying to do is find the best version of ourselves. That's it. You know, you're not worried about what other people are doing. You're worrying about the folks you look at in the mirror. And that's basically what, what he's saying. You know, take care of business, be the best that we can be. And they seem to be peaking at the right time. That's what you want. You want at this stage of the season, you want it to be rolling. You know, your Brock Bowers is back out there and healthy. Kendall Milton has a strong day running the football yesterday. You, you saw a lot of the things that you, you needed to see. Your quarterback a good day, 298 yards through the air. So you had some great things from Carson Beck. So Georgia is winning. They're on their way to play to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is the other story. Yeah. <laughs> They're okay. eligible to go bowling. They're eligible to be a bowl-eligible team again and, uh, and Coach Key's first full season at the helm, which I think is magnificent. What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> Feels damn good, man. It's awesome. I mean, I'm so happy for those kids. I'm so happy for the Tech. Right. We belong in bowl games. That's where we belong. That's the expectation that should be at this place every single year. I thought he was going to drop something in there before every 
dead air <laughs> year. I thought he was going to drop something in between well, there, but well, he you didn't. Know, it, we, we, they, and they won a game that people figured they were supposed to win. Remember, they, they had problems with that throughout the course of the season. Right. You know, they would go up against big-time opponents that were nationally ranked. They'd go out there and they play out of their minds and then lose to Bowling Green. Uh, so here they Boston were last College. night. Yeah, yeah but right. So here they are at home last night against Syracuse. It got a little interesting there late, but they managed to win 31-22. And so Georgia State, at, um, Georgia Tech at 6-5 and five are eligible to return to bowl c- uh, competition. I don't know which bowl game it will be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you don't know which one will invite them, if it will be one far away, if, because it's been a while since these people have traveled They're to going to Florida. They, they're you going know, somewhere down well, there they in Florida. Florida. They could be Florida. I mean, it could yeah. be up the road. It could be – You don't want that, you know, you don't want that whatever bio – I mean, the, the – the, 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 oh, I can't think of the name of it. The Bronx Bayou? Bowl? No, no. <laughs> the, the, what? Weed Eater that's, Bowl? That's the, pretty the, funny, the Bronx Bowl. There is one. I know, but I the just – The pit pinstripe. They played at Yankee Stadium. Oh, and by the way, that they one has changed. That Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, it's like another star has got his name attached to it. <laughs> you know where the Bahamas Bowl landed? It's not in Nassau anymore? No, there's no other stadium. Okay. There was no the Bahamas Bowl was, couldn't, be, couldn't play it in Nassau. Why not? Because they were upgrading the stadium. The stadium upgrades are not going to be done. Oh. So they've moved it. Where's it going to be at? Charlotte. <laughs> I knew you would say that. I knew you would say that. They're yeah. going to play it on the campus of UNC Charlotte at the stadium there. That's where they're going to play Well, it. there's only so many people who do construction. Welcome to the Bahamas Bowl. No, there's only so many people that do construction in Nassau, and they're busy down there getting that golf course ready because Tiger announced yesterday he's coming back He's going to play. He's going to play. He heard. He saw what his son did to him. He one-upped him. <laughs> old Charlie got something that the old man ain't got. He got his team, I yeah. should say, not individually. But uh, Charlie Woods' high school team became state champs yeah. this past week. And he's a freshman. And so I'm sure he was just kind of – I mean, they were all, like, infinitely better than him. I think he shot out of 76 or something like that, 70. He, he shot better. He would have beat me. Yeah, oh, yeah, way. okay. Um, or my but, best but, but score. He's, but he's got something that old man didn't get. Didn't get that, and he got a couple more years to get a few more. Yeah. Tiger heard that, the competition out of him. You know that. He got out of bed, started doing some sit-ups, well, <laughs> some stretching. He said, call Nassau, get the plane gassed up. I'm going down there. And we, he's we, going. We, yeah, well, you know, you know, the, when it comes to Tiger in high school – he kind of spoiled the fun for a certain guy who played football here in town. Who's that? Because uh, he had the, 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 you know, Tony Gonzalez just knew he was going to be the, the high school athlete of the year from his area. Uh, and he ended up having to share this award with this golfer named Tiger, some dude named Tiger yeah, that yeah. played golf. Amateur. I got I to gotta share my high school player athlete of the year award yeah. in Southern California with this dude. That's, that's, that's Tiger Woods. Hey, that's Rich Sullivan. Remember Sully who used to work downstairs? Yeah, man. <laughs> He's on TV right now. He's doing get investigated. Rich Sullivan. Goodness. Rich Sullivan, the ball carrier. Anyway, <laughs> it's a silly morning. And, and I'm we can't thank you enough for letting us be a part of your course. Oh dear. So um coming up next, we're gonna talk some NFL. Yeah. Falcons got the listen, no check in the L column today. That's that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's, that's a good a, thing. Boy, that's a good thing. So we're gonna talk some other NFL, recap some of the stuff that happened last week. Sam and Greg's. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 19th day of November. Start your Christmas shopping yet, man? What? Okay, is my answer. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be 
Listen, a dry day today as far as like we've been seeing so far, but it's going to get rainy for a little bit here, and then we're going to start to feel like we're heading toward Thanksgiving. Yeah. So whatever you got going on, just just have a wonderful week. We're going to be know, back. We, What's that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I was just going to tell you, we have a wonderful week, and Sam and I will be with you on Thanksgiving morning. And 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 so um, <laughs> calling it audible here. What was it coming up? Speaking of Sam, top of the hour, Mr. Crenshaw is going to let you know what's going on locally, as he always does. John Grant, who, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, know that he, of course, is the Grand Poobah behind the Celebration Bowl. He's got a lot of great titles, president, executive director, whatever. But he is a friend of the show. But he's coming on not only to talk about the Celebration Bowl, but the inaugural Band of the Year Award. And they got a beautiful trophy. So that is all coming up. I swear it is. It's, it's coming up on the show. I wanted to uh, ask, um, as we as we work through some stuff here, if you had seen... Oh, wait a minute here. Okay, we're going to edit all this stuff out, so don't worry about it. Um, but I wanted to get Mr. Crenshaw, when he gets back here, to talk about what you think or what he thinks the Falcons should be doing if anything, during this bye week. There have been things that have been said. There have been people who have made comments about adjustments, people being moved around, whatever the case, with this Falcons team during this bye week. Do you subscribe to any of that? Well, I think what some people would say move the coach, and that's not happening. You know, I, I think um, this time just to – Really get back to some basics and just find out some of the things and, and dot some I's and cross some T's. What's allowed some of these games to get away? Uh, and I think that's been the frustrating thing. You've had a schedule that's kind of lined up for you. You've invested in some players, and although you got some injuries and some people missing now, like you know, like like Grady Jarrett, you still have enough talent on this team that you should have some better outcomes than you haven't. And I think that's the frustrating thing with them. And you know, quarterback change that. Kind of didn't 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 clear it all up. Um, you use your running back that you drafted more, um, and you still didn't come out you know with, with with the win. You brought your quarterback who had been starting, and you had sent to the bench off the bench, and he got you in the end zone in your last game. You've seen all those things. What version of this team do you see when we come back? And I think that's the thing. What does this week? allow this team to, to really do. And, uh, you know, no need to re- reinvent themselves, just tighten up some of the things that they've done. We've seen some good, and that's the thing I think that gets people frustrated. If we hadn't seen this team do some good, then, you know, there wouldn't be so much angst and people, you know, wringing their hands and screaming and calling in here on Sports Radio 92, not the game every, every day. Do you, do, you, do you subscribe to the theory that the good that we saw this year was just because of the unknown? Nobody knew what to get from Desmond Ritter. They weren't going to, you know. You saw Bijan used well, one way that, earlier you know, in the season, that, and then it changed. So that, that could be part of, part of it. That's part of it. That's part of it. That's part of it. But also, you're supposed to know that it's a game of adjustments. You know, and, and as other teams make adjustments and expectations, then the same thing should be. You know, well, then, then you're talking. We're talking coaching. Then. We're talking coaching and not being able to adjust, given the players that you have, and knowing what they can and can't do, knowing what this team can and can't do, offensively and defensively. All of this stuff, as we see adjustments made by other teams, those coaches know what they got. This is what, a year and a half into this with, with Arthur Smith? And how much of his past does he have experience at making those midseason adjustments with 
this type of – I mean, these are all valid questions. We just don't know how it's going to play out because yeah. we ain't seen him do it. I mean, he's got, he's, got a certain, he's got a certain type of player in skill, position, uh, skill positions all throughout this team. And to ask them to do something else, change how they go about doing what they do, is that what you want? Are you, are you gearing yourself up for <clears throat> where we're going to be in the draft? These are all these are all valid questions. These are teams who are doing that. I, I don't know what I, I don't know how to discuss what I think the outlook for this team is this rest of this regular season. Because of the division that they play in, it's still upbeat. You can still be upbeat because of the division. That that's the thing that allows this team to do what they've done and for people at Flowery Branch and, you know, within that area to still be optimistic and for fans to still be optimistic, even all the things, all the disappointment that they've seen with this team so far this season. Can you comfortably answer this question and, I, and, and I, quickly? I, I, I doubt it. Are you comfortable with the quarterback we have Which right one now? now? I'm, talking, I'm talking about Desmond Ritter and him being the, the guy for the next five years. Five Work years. through whatever his issue is. Ten years. I, you know, I, don't, I didn't throw franchise quarterback in. I held that word back. Well, if you if you so, go if you're going for that long, to me, that's what you're talking about. All right. So, do you feel you know? However, you want to pose it. Is he the guy in your mind, given what you've seen so far? I just and given the coaches that he has working with. Him all right I can, all, all I can say is that is could be, could be, could be, could be. <laughs> you know, it really like big. big well, he got a chance. You mean well, he does. He does have a chance. He's he's won some games, but he's gone out and had some unfortunate things happen, as well. You know, so that's that's the whole thing. I mean. Look at who he's going to be facing when he comes here. I guess if Jameis Winston gets to start when, 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 the, when, the, when the Saints play here next Sunday. What about him? Look at how long he had a chance to establish himself as the guy. Obviously, it was different for him having won Heisman Trophy and that type of thing in college. But here's a guy that was always, you give you something good, and then he kicked a good bucket of milk over. You know, I mean, that's... that's yeah, and he got put on the bench because of it. Okay, and, but, but, but look at how many, look at how long teams went with him or gave him the opportunity to show that he was going to be that guy. Now, like I said, Desmond wasn't the Heisman Trophy winner. He didn't come in with those type of, you know, accolades behind him. But, you know, he got those chances. We got, we, I mean, other than Desmond and, and the rookie over in Carolina, you can say that about the two remaining quarterbacks in the division. They're both kind of on the last leg of giving second chances. You got Baker Mayfield down there. Who's going to give him another starting job if it don't work out in Tampa Bay? I don't know. <laughs> so, at, well, so, at, at the rate of starting quarterbacks falling, you well, can, you can't say that out of attrition. Right, that's one thing. We just but, lost. We just lost one Thursday night. I know, and I was going to get into that in a second. What was what was the loss from this past week in the NFL that you feel is the one that you really it, it stays with? Because me is Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Deshaun Watson. I really haven't seen enough of him since he since Cleveland picked him up to say, oh man, he's back to where he was. He's in, he's out. He was doing some nice things here and there, but for the most part, it was a work in progress for me when yeah. I watched him. But Joe Burrow came into the league with this, I mean, to the season with that calf injury. He couldn't be Joe Burrow. Then he healed from that. And then we saw Joe Burrow. Was it four or five straight games? Yeah. Then this happens. He's out. But here's the thing about that Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. You know who Dave Portnow is? I, I dismissed it when I first saw it. Then I thought, and you actually popped into my head because one of the Uh-oh. things that you talked about. That's not good. When, you know, <laughs> you, always <laughs> go to, you always go to the negative. One of the things that you talked about when it all started and gambling was going to be a part of sports, 
you, you, you brought up a number of scenarios, not necessarily this one, but you brought up a number of scenarios and wondered how they were going to be played out. Okay. So Dave Portnow, this is a guy who is, I want to make sure I get his, uh, he's the um, Barstool Sports founder. He's going to sue. He wants to sue, a class action suit against the NFL and the Cincinnati Bengals because he bet a bunch of money on Cincinnati. Now, hear me out. We could, no, here's a taste because we didn't we get this here in Atlanta with Bijan. We didn't give the, the the proper injury report out, right? And there was some there was a bright spotlight on the Falcons for a minute because of that. Remember that? Same thing applies here. It is now coming out, and there are pictures that are showing that Joe Burrow had an injury that that thumb or his hand. There was a problem with it before this game. So going into this game where he had to leave and not play, he had an injury of some sort going into it that wasn't reported. Wasn't reported. And a bunch of dudes bet money on Cincinnati, right? And because this is now a part of – let me just read this right now. Okay. Portnow was adamant that the NFL should financially compensate everyone who placed a bet on the game, refund all bets. He stated plainly, you can't do this in a legalized gambling world. Refund all bets. <laughs> Jail for anyone. Wow. Jail for everyone. But I'm filing a class action lawsuit against the Bengals in the NFL for lying about the injury report, he wrote on social media. There is no shot I would put $100,000 on the Bengals if I knew Joe, Joe Burrow was injured going into the game. So this is, this is what's going on right now. He's, <laughs> you guys hold back now. You thought that would be enough. He's not just sitting there yelling in the middle of the forest, Adam Schefter came out and said the NFL is investigating why the Bengals did not list Joe Burrow on their injury report when the team posted a picture of him wearing a device on his wrist. This was Wednesday night. It appeared to be hampered by the injury early in Thursday night's game. The initial picture of Burrow wearing a device that looked like a soft cast on his thumb was posted by the Bengals only to be deleted later. Whoa. The NFL... Like a soft cat, the NFL routinely looks into matters of compliance with the injury report policy and will do so in this instant as well. Teams, as it wrote here, can be fine or even potentially lose a draft pick. This is the world we live in right now, and I thought of you when I saw that. Yeah, so there are a whole yeah. lot of people put some money down there. If you well, don't, hey. and, and I'm sure it happened a little bit here with the Falcons, too. You know, but Bijan was out. But this is the quarterback. you got to have that information out. That's true. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. That's, 90, why, that's, that's, that's why you do it. <laughs> yeah, 92.9 The Game, uh, dot com. Uh, we're going to talk more NFL Falcons later on in the show with Miles Garrett from Fox 5. Also want to remind you, Terrell Thomas is going to join us, Hawks, NBA. Uh, but John Grant is going to join us after Mr. Crenshaw tells you what's going on locally at the top of the hour. Uh, going to talk Celebration Bowl and the inaugural Band of the Year. What else uh, stayed in your mind this past week from the NFL? My goodness, you know, you talked about you know Deshaun Watson being out. He did have the Browns going well; they were six and three. Um, and you wanted, you, you know, what I thought? Okay, he's out. And who was in the Browns camp when they started preseason training camp? Josh Dobbs. Oh yeah, but you don't. Josh I mean, Dobbs. Yeah, right. you, you really don't know. You, you don't know. know. But Dobbs was in the Browns camp. People forget because you know he came from Arizona to the Vikings and came here and beat the Falcons. Uh, but but he was with the Browns, and um, my goodness, what, what would they give to have him there, there, there now, right? Uh, but who, but like you said, who knew? They got Joe Flacco. They had a picture of Joe Flacco on a plane this past week. Some folks going, they calling Joe Flacco up. Hey, you, 
we might need you. Come on in here and just hand off to the running back. It is You're right. People seem to be falling left to right. As we sit here, what, week? Oh, what is that? Um, 11. Yeah. Thank you. I, you're not helping me out. Are you doing something? Week, I'm looking at it right here, week, week 11. Week 11. <laughs> just... We got bears and lions today. Yeah. We're going to talk whole pumpkin pie? But the pumpkin pie is warm this season. The way things have been going. Thursday. Are you going to finally enjoy a Thursday game, knowing the Lions are playing the way they've been playing? Probably so. I actually will we'll look forward to it this time. Although I'm going to be busy, I'm going to be here with you till ten, and then right. I got the game starts at noon. Well, I got I got Georgia State basketball. Well, you you'll just tape it. Hey, speaking of Georgia State. Hey, hey. I, I went there hoping, and I didn't mention this last segment. When we we're talking college football, but. I thought of y'all yesterday at LSU. LSU. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah. of you. Yeah. You could, just, hey, you, could it, use, it, you could use a little something-something. Yeah, it, it, it was a rough trip down there. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Um, but come back, I think everybody comes back in good shape. There were, there were actually signs of life for the offense. The offense moving a little, a little bit better, even in that situation. They got one more game, and they really need to win this last game against Old Dominion just to finish off the season right. They are bowl-eligible. Uh, but, you know, you want to go to the postseason if you get to go, riding a little momentum, you know. So that's it. We got we got four teams in this state that are bowl eligible and they're going, to go to bowl games. Okay. You figure in Georgia Tech and now Georgia Southern. So, you know, we'll talk about that some as well. I want this title. Command, was it? Supreme Commander. What does that person do? That was Eisenhower. Okay. It happened on this day. He was named the Supreme Commander. Of Allied forces in NATO Europe. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty strong. That leads, and he was president some years later, but that ain't as big as yeah. <laughs> Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.